You want me to pay to see an exhibit about myself? Welcome to the St. Canard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. I'm your host, Stan Lund, and with me once again is... Tiffany Silverbron. Hello, Tiff. Hi. What's new in the world of Tiff? Not much. It's been super hot over here in California, and uh, just working on my art, as usual. <laughs> yeah. It's been very warm over here in Vermont, too, when the when the sky hasn't been trying to flood us out, at least. <laughs> Luckily yeah. for me, I'm in a place that stayed relatively high and dry. That's good. Uh, so, first thing I want to talk about to our with our listeners, uh, you may have noticed our last episode ended rather abruptly. For some reason, our last Skype recording ended prematurely. I do not know why, but it cut off a few things that we talked about at the end, most notably our shout-outs, as well as, you know, our closing thoughts and where people could find us, you know, and stay dangerous part. Most of that I'm not going to cover, but I did think it was the right thing to do for me and Tiff to give our shout-outs again for last week since they weren't able to be uh, done. So why don't you start with your shout out from last week, Tiff? All right. My shout out was to Aria for her 10th birthday. (laughs) Happy birthday, Aria. (laughs) And my shout out last week was to Mary Horn, who I know follows our St. Canard Files uh, Facebook pages and comments on every post we make. So thank you once again, Mary, for being a loyal supporter of the St. Canard Files. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about real quick, for anybody who's joined, or, or rather who's tried to join our St. Canard Files uh, group page and you have not been admitted yet, it is most likely because you have either not answered any of the uh, questions or you've answered the questions wrong. So. If you did try and join and you aren't a member, maybe check to see if you've answered the question or if you gave the right answers and and try again because we use that as a process to weed out, you know, like bots and things. Yeah. A little bit of news for uh, Darkwing. The biggest part of the the biggest bit of news being that the the trade collections for – the first arc of the Dynamite series has been delayed to October. I believe October 11th. So we're we're still going to get them. It's just going to be like a month or two later than originally stated. I think they were originally supposed to come out in August. Yeah. Uh, So the only other thing I think maybe we didn't mention at all is we now know how articulated the Darkwing and Negaduck figures will be. They're going to have 12 points of articulation each. Nice. Yep, so should be able to get some creative poses out of them. (laughs) So, Tiff, you wanted to talk about Dynamite Comics, am I right? Yeah. Um... I actually think they're pretty awesome with the stuff that they've been putting out. <laughs> yeah. Being 
being a horror person, they've got a lot of horror titles that I like, and I'm a really big Elvira fan, and they do the Elvira comics, and those have been great. Yeah, my buddy Adam actually buys all the Elvira comics. He's uh, pretty big in the horror. Awesome. Yeah, like the, I think it was, El, maybe it was Elvira in Horrorland or Monsterland. There's a couple different titles that they have, but yep. it's her like literally traveling through like all the different horror movies and trying to change the outcome. And it's really fun. <laughs> yeah. I think one of his favorite series was Elvira meets Vincent Price. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then they have like, they have a lot of nostalgia stuff. Like they got the mad balls and garbage pail kids and mad balls versus garbage pail kids. <laughs> yeah. I actually got a couple issues of those. They were they were decent. Yeah. And the reanimator versus um Army of Darkness was pretty fun for me. Yeah, I, I thought that was a good comic. I I actually got that because I'm a bit of an Evil Dead fan. And because I had gotten that comic, it caused me to actually watch Reanimator for the first time, though unfortunately I wasn't that impressed with it. <laughs> That's like one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. It's not for everyone. <laughs> yeah. The world I, would be a very boring place if we all liked exactly the same thing. <laughs> yeah. I was going to go to, there's a horror convention up here called Sinister, Sinister Creature Con. And um, they were going to have Jeffrey Combs there, who I love. And he's also my favorite actor of all time. And um, he ended up canceling at the last minute. So I just didn't go to the convention at all. I even made art for him. And I didn't get to go. Hopefully he'll be at another convention near you at some point. Yeah. <laughs> um, and of course, so he has the social media. You can always take a picture of the art and send it to him. So he at least sees what it looks like. Yeah, I was thinking I might do that. You know, if if he ever is at a convention you can get to, but he'll have the original, you know, given to him when you see him. Yeah. Yep. Um. So yeah, and they also Dynamite also has a lot of Disney comics. I actually haven't really read a lot of them except for Gargoyles. I haven't read Maleficent or anything else. Or Scar. Out of curiosity, did you read the first issue of Gargoyles Dark Ages? No, I did not. I thought it was pretty decent. Yeah. Actually, speaking of uh, Gargoyles, we're actually getting a third title uh, that you may actually really like in October. Oh, yeah? We're getting a Halloween special. It's a one-shot about the... Uh, the clan of gargoyles kids in manhattan having their first halloween trick-or-treat oh that's awesome <laughs> i thought you might like that yeah it sounds great <laughs> of course that now also means that october is going to be a very expensive month for uh <laughs> for me i mean all three of the darkwing dynamite trades the two Darkwing comic series, because that's the month Negaduck starts. The 
two main gargoyles series and the one shot. Wow. Yeah, I mean, October is always expensive for me anyway. <laughs> I imagine so. That's when all the uh, spooky comics come out. Yeah. So there's actually a comic coming out I bet you'd like. It's not done by uh, Dynamite, though. It's uh, the second series of uh, Creep Show. Oh, awesome. Yeah, the, the first Creep Show comic run they did last year was incredible. Yeah, I got those. I know there it's so it's very similar to Tales from the Crypt. Yeah. Uh any more uh thoughts on Dynamite? Um not really. I think they I feel like it just came out they came out of nowhere and they're doing pretty good. <laughs> yeah. I will say though, there may be some more news tomorrow because I think tomorrow Dynamite is doing like a panel at San Diego Comic Con, so mm. we may have a we may have some new news though. When I say tomorrow, I mean Sunday, which will be the yeah. day before this drops on Monday. So by the time this episode comes out, people probably already have heard whatever wonderful. Darkwing news they may drop on us. Perhaps <laughs> we can do a uh, Pirate Steven comic. <laughs> or maybe they'll do a Quacker Jack comic. I know Will would love that. Yeah. I wish I was at Comic-Con right now. <laughs> I'd love to make it to San Diego Comic-Con or New York Comic-Con someday, since they're the two biggest ones. I just don't see that ever happening. Not with my finances. I haven't been to San Diego in a while. I actually went um, when I was really young with my dad. And um, it's like way different than it used to be. It's huge. It's crazy. Yeah. Like extremely crowded. It's a little overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, I definitely get that. Like, the first time I went to Boston Fan Expo, which I think is like the third or fourth biggest of the conventions, like I was blown away with how big that was. Yeah. Because before that, my biggest conventions had been either Vermont Comic Con or or uh, Bakaretsu Con, which were both very uh, small venues. Yeah. WonderCon's still awesome. It's kind of in between, I think. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, and San Francisco Comic Con up here. I like that one too. I that's where I finally got to meet Bruce Tim. <laughs> oh, San Francisco had a Comic Con. Yeah. But shouldn't be too surprised. I mean they have the greatest bridge ever known, the Golden Gate Bridge. So. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. That's one of my bucket list items is to get to see the Golden Gate Bridge with my own eyes someday pretty awesome uh also, we have a uh pretty sorry. awesome now since since they redid it like a few years ago at, you know it collapsed in 89 during the earthquake and then they planned to like redo it i actually have a youtube video all about it <laughs> and um bridge collapse i don't the bay bridge the oh, the Bay Bridge. Bridge. Okay, I was going to say, I don't think <laughs> I've heard of the Golden Gate ever collapsing. <laughs> yeah, they, they, it, it collapsed, and then they repaired it, and then they planned on redoing it, and then it, they finally finished it, like, maybe 
seven years ago or something like that or six years ago and yeah. um yeah it's pretty awesome it's got like one suspension tower in the middle only one tower oh dear god tim will have a hard attack <laughs> <laughs> hi tim <laughs> it's awesome yeah it's one of my oldest youtube videos talking about that bridge well, we have a comic to review today, don't we? Yep. Yep. This one is uh, issue seven of Dynamite Starkwing Duck. And I don't think there's a title in here. No, I don't see one. Which is kind of like, I don't understand why they wouldn't give us titles. Like, I could almost get it for the first arc. Like, the first issue had a title even if it was a terrible title. You know, but... Come on, dudes. Give us... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't know. What are they going to call it on the trade, I wonder? Just volume I, two? <laughs> probably something to do with Justice Ducks. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe Justice is blind, or Justice Ducks are blind. <laughs> but the... The comic is written, once again, by Amanda Dybert, with the art and colors done by Carlo Loro. Uh, I want to shout out this cover A is one of the most beautiful covers we've gotten for Darkwing Ducks. It has Morgana with Archie in her hand, Eek and Squeak around her, and a love-struck Darkwing in the background with the Aurora Borealis behind her. Yeah, it's pretty great. It's funny, though. This comic has, like I said, arguably the, some of the most beautiful covers, and it has two of the ugliest covers <laughs> I've seen for Darkwing. The uh, retailer-exclusive uh, sketch art covers by Ryan Otley and Ryan Stegman. Oh, yeah, did, that one's... Did you see those? Like, Megan <laughs> got crow's feet. Like, not the one her eyes. Like, literal crow's feet perching him on a wire. Yeah, it's super weird. I don't know what's up with that. Uh, so how do we start this comic? So we get a shot of the Thunderquack flying through the city and in front of a giant building that says Hall of Heroes on it. Yep. And we Dark get Darkwing saying, finally, an entire museum dedicated exclusively to my accomplishments. That's Hall of Heroes with an SDW. <laughs> yeah. Darkwing, of course, thinks everything's all about him. <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't understand nuance. The plural is obviously there to present my prolifically prestigious pedigree through a plethora of prisms. Yeah, got some nice alliteration there. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Launchpad's not sure that makes much sense. <laughs> And you get Darkwing, and the gas gun looks kind of, like, short. <laughs> a little bit. But Darkwing uh, jumps down out of the Thunderquack on a rope to make his grand entrance, and he arrives to a Pirate Steven cameo. <laughs> yeah, Pirate Steven is in the uh, line waiting to get into the Hall of Heroes. Yep, and Darkwing tries to skip the line and go straight to the front. Announces himself as Darkwing. Good and for you, ticket. 
You want me to pay to see an exhibit about myself? You want to get in or not? Two tickets, please. <laughs> he looks so dejected. Yeah. That's yeah, a great expression. <laughs> so Darkwing and Launchpad enter the Hall of Heroes, and most of these guys I don't think we've seen before. Though there is one that is strikingly familiar. You want to handle who this is supposed to be? Sure. Yeah, it's um, Brain Boy, I think was his name, from Quack Pack, which was Dewey's superhero alter ego. And um, But for some reason, he's colored green in this. I mean, they probably didn't give notes on that, but it's Dewey. He's just green, which makes you think it's Louie. <laughs> yeah. So as they go through, they they mention a few other uh, heroes, including Quackman. I met Quackman <laughs> once. He's not nearly that tall. Yeah, and he's like an insanely buff superhero duck. <laughs> yeah, with a Q that has an M inside it. Yeah. <laughs> Next up, they come across uh, Miss Mallard's exhibit. You take away those golden eggs, and Miss Mallard is a B-level hero at best. Didn't she beat you at last year's marathon? <laughs> I was being a gentle duck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the dialogue's pretty Darkwing-esque. <laughs> yeah, I will say that. The, the dialogue for Darkwing, for the most part, in this is more or less spot on. Then they entered the Sidekick Symposium. Yep. Which Darkwing is like, oh, come on, the Sidekicks have their own room. But somebody uh, wants to have a word with Launchpad, don't they? Yeah, Launchpad, of course, is interested in that hall. <laughs> and you see a dark figure sitting in front of a big portrait of Launchpad. Yep, with the Thunderquack behind him in silhouette. Yep. This is my favorite exhibit. Wouldn't you agree, Mr. McQuack? <laughs> you can just call me Launchpad. There is no just when it comes to you, unless we mean just ice. You you are the one who knows the secret of the compass. Yeah. Compass? Oh, yeah. I've had it for as long as I can remember. Somebody uh. It would always keep me grounded, which is kind of the opposite of what pilots usually want. Yeah, is this a reference to something? I couldn't remember if that was an actual thing. I'm, I think it means, like, if a pilot is grounded, they're not allowed no, no. to swap. Not, not the saying, the compass in general. Like, have we ever heard about Launchpad's compass before? I don't think so. But then again, I'm not sure, especially since this shadowy figure with a big bushy gray mustache. He looks so familiar, but I yeah. cannot place where I've seen him before. Yeah, he looks kind of, <laughs> what he kind of looks like is if it was the Lorax in a cloak. <laughs> Kinda, like the Lorax in a green cloak. Yeah. But, Dark or uh, Launchpad's interaction with this guy is cut short by Darkwing screaming out, "This is a catastrophe, an emergency, a disaster of epic proportions!" 
That's CW. Sorry, sir. Gotta run. All oh, the best sidekicks do. What has Darkwing come across <laughs> that has got him in such a uh, fury? He sees a giant portrait of the Justice Ducks. And, of course, that upsets Darkwing because he wants a solo exhibit all about him. Yeah. Whoa, cool. Justice Ducks exhibit. It is blasphemy. I'm not part of a team. I love this next panel. But didn't they just, they assessed me. <laughs> I wasn't the one that called them. And the picture behind them is from the last issue where they're leading Negaduck still wrapped in bubblegum away. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> I don't see any of the other fearsome five members, so who knows what happened to them. <laughs> we got Negaduck, at least. Yeah, and then you get a giant TV screen that says, The origin of the Justice Ducks. It all began when Darkwing Duck realized he needed help. <laughs> then we get a line that is a bit flubbed, I think, where Darkwing says, That is a furiously fabrication. Now, the word furiously does not exist. Believe me, I googled it to because I wanted to know what the meaning of it was. <laughs> I think they were trying to say furiously? Yeah, like, either furiously or fiercely. Yeah. Either way, it's most likely a misspelling. Which is unfortunate because that panel is hilarious. Yeah, Darkwing <laughs> eyes are just bugging out of his head. Like any farther <laughs> out and they're going to pop out. <laughs> yep. But then we get a nice little recap about, you know, the Justice Ducks' original uh, forming. That they were formed during the rise of the Fearsome Five. These heroic ducks accidentally found themselves a hero St. Canard needed. Or they would have been, if not for the astounding ego of Darkwing Duck, who sent them away. And you see a panel of Darkwing looking super beat up and being punched by every single fist of the Fearsome Five. <laughs> yeah. Fortunately, wiser heads prevailed, and eventually justice prevailed. And Darkwing is a Looks like he's about ready to smash that TV. Like <laughs> yeah. his inner Negaduck out. It was a lot more complicated than that. I saved them in the end, and we never officially stayed together as a team. And we get one of those nice little uh, comic boxes that says, he's right for what actually happened. Check out the classic Darkwing Duck episode, Just Us, Justice Duck. <laughs> I always think of those as Marvel notes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so he's super duper angry. Um, yeah. He's they're just friends, and sometimes you know they, and you know we help each other out when they need it. <laughs> but Darkwing starts to calm down since he figures at least he'll probably start the solo exhibit with the leader, and I guess they sort of do, but they don't <laughs> consider Darkwing the leader. <laughs> yeah. Started with Kismo Duck. Yeah, and that's very classic Darkwing hilariousness. Yeah. And in the background, I think it's supposed to be that weirdly, it's supposed to be that suit that Darkwing wore when he was Gizmo Duck. Ah. 
I mean, not when he was Gizmo Duck, but when he wanted a super suit like Gizmo Duck on the show. Yeah. They have a giant statue of Gizmo Duck with a with a little rundown about him. Gizmo Duck powers and abilities. Awesome Gizmo suit activated by a top secret code word. Lots of cool gadgets. Size, strength, speed. Expert in counting. This hero is so metal, literally. <laughs> Some even call him the leader of the Justice Ducks. <laughs> he's not a leader. He's a suit. <laughs> yep. And then next, we get a display of Morgana. Yep, which causes Darkwing to stop his tirade. The rundown from Morgana says, Morgana Macabre, aliases Morgana Morg, Morgy Wargy. Colors <laughs> and abilities, casting spells. Expert chef in ghoulish cuisine, international businesswoman, boss witch. <laughs> Morgan feels rather personal for a museum, but I like the focus on romance. It's obviously a lead into. <laughs> and then the next panel, Darkwing looks like he's about to lose his lunch <laughs> because he has found a statue of Stigma holding a hot dog. Oh, that is true love. Yeah, I like how they made the statue him holding a hot dog. <laughs> yeah. And Stegmutt's rundown says, Stegmutt, powers and abilities, being a huge dinosaur. No, really. When you're a huge dinosaur, it is kind of all you need. Weaknesses, fear of fire, which Launchpad has a great observation here. Do you like yeah. putting his weaknesses out in the open as a safety concern? <laughs> and he looks He's really concerned. <laughs> But Darkwing now thinks he knows what's going on. I get it. They're saving the best for last. They'll do the four other Justice Ducks and then end with Darkwing as a grand finale. It's not like they'd stick me in four plays. <laughs> well, and we see some of the things in the exhibit is a model of the Thunderclack, a painting of Darkwing, one of his hats. Yep. And Darkwing's rundown says Darkwing Duck, powers and abilities, no real powers, mostly relies on gadgets. Nice cape, has an excellent sidekick. <laughs> Which is pretty classic, pathetic Darkwing, and I love it. <laughs> yeah. What? This is despicable, deplorable, delusional. Which means who's uh, in last? Neptune, yeah. <laughs> yeah. As they're heading towards her exhibit, we also see a silhouette of a thunder of a rat catcher model. Yep. But yep, Neptunia is in last. It's a little hard to see what her abilities are as listed because her statue's holding the conch cell. But from what I can piece together, I think it says ruling the ocean. I'm assuming the one underneath says shell that allows her to give long distance orders. Yeah. And then under that says right on land and sea. And if you cross her, she can get a bit salty. <laughs> She's not even a duck. It's right in the title. Justice ducks. You might want to stop there before you get in too deep and cue Neptunia's saxophone. Uh, Music, because yep. she has arrived. Oh, that's right. 
ducks can't go that far below the surface. This is exactly why fish shouldn't have legs. <laughs> I get out oh, running yeah. every day. I like to see you try. Come on now, you two are supposed to be a team. And then unison, I work alone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then the alarm goes off, which for some reason is made to sound like a old car horn. <laughs> I mean, isn't it? Doesn't it look like it's like, ooga, ooga. Yep. <laughs> so Darkwing and Neptunia race to the rescue, but get stuck in the doorway because they both tried to go through it at the same time. Yep. And then they bust through and they see a giant um, cloud of smoke. Yep. Goodness, dark. the justice ducks are here to help. I'm flying solo as I always do. I thought that guy with the goofy hat does your flying for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What do then... we see in the smoke? What? What do we see in the smoke? You see a bunch of the items from the museum, and we got our little mysterious man at the bottom. Yep. He's trying to rob the museum of different items. Yep. And then uh, out out a, pair. a pair of rollerblades. <laughs> yep. And we get an eye in the terror. I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the toy that slips through the fingers of the prolonged... Of the Hold on, let me try that again. I messed that up. <laughs> I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the toy that slips through the fingers of the pronged claw machine in the arcade of villainy. I am <laughs> Darkwing Duck. And heads are about to roll. <laughs> yep. Oh, something is about to roll. So what is our uh, villain? I said, what does our villain do here? Um, he pulls out this, like, it kind of looks like a battering, but it's yellow. It's like a duck, but in the shape of a battering. And um, it, it uh, expels spikes from it. He throws it at Darkwing. Darkwing does a uh, matrix move <laughs> and avoids it. I don't generally like a close shave, but I might make an exception. <laughs> we should mention that this uh, Batarang-looking thing belonged to Cobalt Duck. Yeah. Which and... I'm assuming is also kind of a Batman-ish reference, because Cobalt is a shade of blue. Yep. Yeah, so then he flicks it. It hits yep. the statue of, I'm guessing, is Cobalt Duck. <laughs> Knocks the beak off and knocks a pillar over onto the bad onto the bad guy. Yes, I love it when I'm I love it when I'm brilliant, which is all the time. <laughs> yeah. So Darkwing rushes in. Nothing can stop me now until a tidal wave of water comes in. What the? Never fear, Neptunia is here. <laughs> And Darkwing, of course, starts slipping because he's wearing rollerblades and those two don't mix. <laughs> I already have this under control. You look a little washed up to me. 
And they both whip out their weapons. Darkwing's got his gas gun. Neptunia's got her trident. They, um, Darkwing shoots a plunger from the gas gun or plunger gun. <laughs> yeah. Neptunia um, throws her trident. And they both hit the cart filled with all the items. And Launchpad is excited and says, nice teamwork. Yeah. But unfortunately, the heroes get distracted by squabbling again. I clearly captured this crafty criminal with my own creative cunning. This quack was about to let him get away. He's lucky I showed up. <laughs> yep. And Launchpad is trying to get them to realize that the bad guys are getting away. Yep. We can talk about this later, but no, we'll sell this now. Darkwing gets the credit. I should get the credit. It's my trident that stopped the dolly. So who wants credit for letting them get away? <laughs> after him. So they, yep, they try to go after him, but they tangle themselves up and fall into the water. Yep. And then you get the museum guy, and he explains that um, they mostly took gadgets from retired superheroes and one item from the sidekick symposium, but he doesn't think it's very valuable. Yeah, and Darkwing and Neptunia start to to figure out who's going to go after, you know, which thing. And Neptunia says, wait a minute, we don't even know what it is. What was taken? Launchpad's compass. And Launchpad is very upset about that. Compass? <laughs> yeah, poor Launchpad. But, but I've had it for as long as I can remember. But Darkwing tells Launchpad that, that he'll get it back. And he's like, really? You'll find my compass? Well, no, but Neptunia will look for it. Well, I track down the malicious menace. So the museum guy brings up a good point. Actually, he's probably wherever the compass is. From our security footage, that seems to be the item he was after first. Yep. Darkwing now triumphant. Launchpad, I will not rest until we find your compass. <laughs> not if Neptunia finds it first. May the best Darkwing. Yeah, I was going to say, then we get this scene that Neptunia uh, just agreed that Darkwing's going to win, basically, because Darkwing says, <laughs> best duck win, and Neptunia <laughs> says, indeed, uh, Neptunia, you're not a duck, so by default, that means Darkwing wins. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then we wrap this up with the museum guy saying, maybe you should call in the whole Justice Duck team. This guy did manage to break into a museum full of superheroes, and in unison, Darkwing and Neptunia both say, Never! <laughs> and then I love this little uh, thing at the bottom here. Next, more adventures with heroes not getting along. <laughs> but yeah, that is issue seven. Yep. So, what do you think? I actually liked it. I thought that you know, it had, it was very reminiscent of the show. There's a lot of things that made me smile and um, there wasn't a lot that happened in it, but, you know, it was in the spirit of Darkwing and it's obviously a setup for an arc 
seems pretty interesting. I want to know more about this mysterious compass <laughs> and who the guy yeah. is, who this little Lorax guy is. <laughs> so for uh, Gaston score, what would you rate it? I think I'll give it a three and a half. All right. That actually is the same score I'm going to give it for a lot of the same reasons. It did feel a lot closer to the tone of the show than than the first arc issues did. Some of the problems that, that we've seen time and time again didn't pop up in this. You know, yeah. For what few times they showed Dublin, you know, which basically is just like once I think they showed her. You know, her eyes are green. None of the sound effects were what I would call terrible sound effects. Like, like there was, you know, traditional sound effects like flicks and cracks and quacks, but no, no sound effects that I saw anyway made me yeah. go, oh, one of those again. Yeah. I thought Neptunia sounded, you know, her dialogue seemed to be more or less what I remembered of her. You know, I could easily imagine Susan Silos speaking these lines. Yeah. You know, dark, nice. They got Darkwing dialogue right. They got Launchpad dialogue right. And I am curious to see what this little Lorax-y dude uh, is about. Yep. So I'd be even more impressed if I could remember where I've seen him before. I know. <laughs> but yeah, three and a half is what I give this one. Uh, should we rate the Loraxy dude, or should we wait until we know more about him? Yeah, maybe we should wait until he's like oh. full field. Yeah, I um, I, and again, I think the art gets better and better as the comic goes on. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, a lot of panels here that I can, you know, definitely look and see. Yeah, that's definitely Darkwing. Yep. So. Um, yeah, is that any it? Other, I was going to ask any other thoughts about that one, or. Um, no, it's pretty much it. All right. Uh, so we are the St. Kennard Files, a Darkwing Duck podcast. You can find us on all major podcast apps and YouTube. Uh, Tiff, do you have any shout outs to give today and where can the folks find you if they want? Um, I don't have any shout outs. Um, as usual, I'm at on Instagram at Tiffany Silverbron and at Regurgitating Gertie and on YouTube at Carney Tube and Radioact Tiffany. All right. Uh, I think I want to give a uh, shout out to my buddy Adam. We I think I mentioned him earlier. He's the one that's in the horror. He also loves Darkwing Duck. He buys the Darkwing comic every week. or Well, not every week, every month. Same as I do. So, if you're listening, Adam, thanks for being a Darkwing supporter. Actually, I changed uh, her mind. I have, I have a shout-out. I want to give a shout-out to Dynamite in general. <laughs> Alright. That's a pretty good shout-out. Uh, thanks, Dynamite, for keeping the Darkwing Duck spirit alive. Yeah. And in terms of where folks can find me, you can find me on my YouTube channel, DMC Jedi Man and DMC Jedi Man Gaming. And I'm also on uh, Facebook, Stan Lund. Just uh, 
shoot me a message and let me know that you're joining because of St. Kennard Files, because I do, you know, kind of vet who I join and, you know, who I don't let join. Uh, other than that, I, I guess this is the end of this episode. I hope everyone will stay dangerous and join us next time for more adventures with heroes not getting along. <laughs> Bye.